This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 697, The Psychology Behind Clothing, by Kristen Wong of thewildwong.com, and I'm Justin Mollick, your personal narrator, reading to you every day, just like an audiobook, free of charge, mostly from blogs, but sometimes from books, and with permission from the authors. But before we get to it really quick, big thanks to our sponsor for today's episode, LaCroix Sparkling Water, an all-natural, environmentally friendly, and flavored water with a hint of fruit essences. It's a great choice if you want no calories or sweeteners or sodium, but not plain old water. Check them out at lacroixwater.com or on your favorite social network at lacroixwater. That's L-A-C-R-O-I-X water.com. Now let's get right to today's post as we optimize your life. The Psychology Behind Clothing by Kristen Wong of thewildwong.com. Researching an article for a client, I recently stumbled upon Laura Messiah, a funny and down-to-earth personal stylist who explains why style matters despite your aversion to it. Yes, she shares the standard practical advice like how to dress up a white tee, but more than the practical, Messiah's advice on the psychology behind clothing resonated with me. It reminded me a lot of the psychology behind money. There are those people who think style is stupid and clothing doesn't matter, she often says in her videos. I'll admit, I have always been one of those people. You sort of have this vibe that says, I don't give a shit what I wear, you're gonna like me for me, my friend Dara told me recently. Dara sees it this way because she already knows me and loves me. Other people probably don't get that. In another video, Messiah talks about being mistaken for an assistant because although she was dressed stylishly, her style didn't exactly scream, oh hey, I'm a successful, powerful entrepreneur. Watching this, it hit me. I hate when people assume I'm broke because I'm a writer, but I don't exactly show them otherwise with what I wear. So when I tell someone I'm a freelance writer while wearing ripped jeans and a pit-stained shirt, maybe that contributes to the broke-starving artist trope. Maybe. In other words, What do you expect? I can almost hear Messiah's voice in my head. You dress like a broke, starving artist. On the other hand, Dara is right. Who cares what everyone else thinks? They're not paying my bills, finding my clients, writing my articles. Also, I work from home, so really, who cares? Actually, I do, which is why I get so mad when people assume I'm eating ramen every day. I care what they think. However, there's a solid case to be made for dressing better for yourself, too. The Psychology Behind Clothing how style affects productivity. As an experiment, I started taking Lauren's advice. I bought her book and binged her videos. I pulled some clothes out of my own closet and bought some new pieces too. I started dressing better, or at least trying to dress better. And then one week, I went to a couple of media panels, a scenario that would normally send my anxiety through the roof, but something interesting happened. I didn't freak that loud at these panels. When I talked to strangers, I felt calm and collected. Even better, I was present in the conversation, fully committed to paying attention, actually listening to what they were saying. After all, my mind wasn't preoccupied with thoughts like, how do I look right now? Are my pit stains visible? I should have worn a blazer. Why didn't I wear a blazer? This person looks so nice. Where do they shop? And I need to stop shopping at Forever 21. It's not just me. There's fascinating research on how clothing affects performance. For example, a 2014 study found that dressing better actually helps subjects negotiate better. According to the study's abstract, quote, wearing upper class, i.e. a business suit, compared to lower class, i.e. sweatpants, clothing, induced dominance, 
measured in terms of negotiation profits and concessions and testosterone levels in participants. Upper-class clothing also elicited increased vigilance in perceivers of these symbols, end quote. Not only that, but wearing better clothing makes other people perceive you as more powerful too. Also, in another study published in Social Psychological and Personality Science, researchers found a link between creativity and dressing more formally. When subjects in the study wore more formal clothing, they were better at thinking more abstractly. Yet another study found people made fewer mistakes when wearing a white lab coat. These studies support an important point that I've come to realize. Clothing is symbolic. Personal style is a lot like personal finance. I've said it before, personal finance has everything and nothing to do with money. It's more about using money as a tool to support the things that matter to you most in life, like travel or writing or feeding your family. Similarly, I think personal style probably has everything and nothing to do with clothing. At the end of the day, it's just clothes, Lauren Messiah said when I interviewed her for a New York Times piece, pointing out that while clothes can be a powerful tool in changing the way you feel and how others perceive you, at the end of the day, clothing does not define you. It's the same thing with money. Money is a tool and it can make things so much easier, but at the end of the day, your salary and the things you buy do not define you as a person. It's important to make a distinction between identity and clothing or money. What you wear does not define you, but it can make you feel more like yourself. One helpful exercise Messiah suggests in developing your personal style, think of three words that describe you. These will help you figure out what kind of clothes you should wear to highlight those attributes. For example, I would say I'm ambitious and strong and creative, but nothing about the way I dressed conveyed that. And when I'm at a networking event or talking to my doctor or chatting with a stranger in a coffee shop, I feel so much more ambitious and strong when I actually dress like, you know, a strong and professional and ambitious woman. It sounds silly, but the right clothes can help me feel more like myself. Come to think of it, maybe it's more that wearing the wrong clothes distracts me. As Messiah puts it, if you don't have your style in check, you are heightening all of your insecurities. Where to start if you want to up your style. Either way, changing up your style requires effort. I would love to work with a stylist one-on-one to help me navigate the process. For now, that's not in the budget. So instead, I've been heavily researching personal style, approaching it the same way I approach personal finance, one subject at a time. It seems to come down to a few basic concepts. Figuring out what kind of cuts and silhouettes look good on you, figuring out what you want to convey with your style, figuring out what kind of styles you gravitate toward, then mixing them to make your own style unique. The plus side is figuring this stuff out makes it a lot easier to spend your money efficiently and spend less time shopping. Instead of wavering over purchases, thinking too much about what works and what doesn't, wondering if I should return a pair of jeans or keep it, I already know what fits, what works, what I like. So much easier. I recommend checking out Messiah's free videos. I also read The Curated Closet, also free at my library, which was helpful at breaking down the basics and even included some exercises to get started. I'm not saying I've transformed into a super stylish woman, so many of my friends would LOL at the thought of that, but the point is, I'm learning how to use clothing as a tool. If you're like me and style-averse and skeptical, try changing up your style as an experiment. See if wearing different clothes makes you feel differently, work differently, communicate differently. If it does, you might be onto something. If not, no big deal. 
you haven't lost anything by experimenting with your wardrobe. After all, they're just clothes. You just listened to the post titled The Psychology Behind Clothing by Kristen Wong of thewildwong.com. So Lee from Optimal Living Daily Business and Startups and Dan from Optimal Finance Daily and I got to meet Kristen recently, which was awesome. And her ramen comment in this post, it's a little misleading. Actually, before I get to that story, don't forget about my sponsor for today, LaCroix Sparkling Water. If you're anything like me, you get tired of drinking water, but don't want to overindulge in sugary drinks either. You should try LaCroix Sparkling Water. There are 13 LaCroix flavors, like lemon, orange, but they also have flavors like peach pear, tangerine, and many more. And there are six LaCroix Curate flavors, like pineapple strawberry, cherry lime, blackberry cucumber, and more. They're certified kosher, gluten-free, vegan, and non-GMO, and no calories, sweeteners, or sodium, nothing artificial. You can check them out and see a full list of retailers on their site, that's lacroixwater.com. And make sure to join their community on your favorite social network, at LaCroix Water. That's L-A-C-R-O-I-X, water.com. And I have it linked in this episode's description. So back to that ramen comment in this article, it's a little misleading because when we talked to her, the first place she recommended eating in Dallas was at a ramen restaurant. So Kristen, if you don't want people thinking you eat ramen for every meal, I'd recommend not recommending ramen for every meal. That's step number one. I'm just kidding. It was awesome getting to meet her in person. Hopefully we can make that happen again soon. And simplifying clothing has been something I've been doing probably since college. I've always liked wearing plain t-shirts because it never made sense to me to pay up to like 10 times the price, maybe more, just to have someone else's name brand on it. Even hats, I wear plain hats. At the same time, I like to have a couple of nice fitting shirts and pants because I relate to what she said about wearing the wrong clothes is distracting. I totally get that. So my goal is to sort of mesh this wisdom with the idea of a uniform because I really like not having to pick out what I'm going to wear every day. So hopefully I can make that happen. All right, this is getting long, so I'll leave it there for today. Thank you for being here and listening every day with me. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.